Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. This is your host, the Rathpeakin Rambler, and I am delighted to be bringing you another interview episode today for Second Breakfast. Megan Ali McGuire, or Megan Ali Music, as you might know her, joined me for an interview, and I just had great crack recording it. And great crack listening back to it there a while ago. Uh, Meg is releasing an album later in the year called Judgment Day. She's currently releasing um, three singles. She released the first one, Mystic Forest, last month. The next one, Whiskey Neat, is out this Friday coming, and I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Um, But first, why don't you just enjoy the interview? We talked about a lot of different things, a lot of interesting things, actually. We did have Grey Crack. We talked about a band that me and Megan were in, um, together with Claire Sands, called Blue Crush, back when we were 13, 12, 13 years old. Um, which was great fun thinking back on. We talked about the creative process that Meg goes through um, to create songs and write songs and just, you know, really develop songs as they're going along. And we talked about her upcoming single that is coming out next week and different things, of course. So why don't you sit back, relax, have a fantastic Tuesday, enjoy the episode and have a listen out at the end for Mystic Forest. It's on YouTube, you can see it, but if you want to hear it at the end, it is at the end. So have a great day, guys. Please let me know what you think of this and talk to you soon. You know the food for your soul, gotta feed your mind. You gotta know if you eating right. Gotta put yourself first, yes, let's address this. But while we're here, let's have a second breakfast. Hi, welcome to this week's Rathpeakin Rambler podcast. I am delighted to have Megan Ali McGuire, Megan Ali Music. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I am delighted to be here. <laughs> I've been I've been waiting for my grand introduction, you know, into this I podcast. Know. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. It's it is an honor to have you here. Finally. <laughs> yes, I can take that off my list, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, all right. So Meg, let's get started. So tell me a bit about yourself and your career and journey so far. Uh, how did you kind of get into music? So I guess I was kind of always um, listening to music, I suppose. My dad would always had the um, his record playing going, so he had a grand old record collection. So Fleetwood Mac used to be nearly constantly playing and the Eagles. And I, I kind of found myself humming along to some of those songs. And I guess then kind of when I was around the house, I was kind of humming away. Um, kind of making up my own uh, melodies. And then it wasn't until I kind of um, went to St. Mary's of the Isle and I was forced to sing that I realized, I was like, oh, I actually like singing. And then <laughs> once I realized I kind of like liked music, I kind of, I got myself a guitar in Crowley's. I don't know what you remember that shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was on McCurtain Street. Oh, it was so a savage music shop. Yeah. But I got my, my first guitar there, named it Mr. Lorenzo and, uh, from from then, I've just been addicted to to writing music. Um, so it's it's kept me um, entertained and kept me poor, but emotionally rich. <laughs> That's fantastic! Oh god. <laughs> and um, so, what about like in the last kind of? Because you've been kind of on the scene for a good while now, I suppose, on the local Cork scene. What kind of bands have you been in, or your own? kind of journey what have you been doing the last kind of 10 years so I kind of started off as a fly in the wall I suppose I was um 
I was never very much in the spotlight. I kind of um, was part of different music groups, I'd say, growing up kind of um, sure. Like yourself, you know, you were big into your music in as well in the area and, and the likes of Claire Sands and we had Nikki Griffin. So there's, there was so much music in our area. So I suppose I was yeah. absorbing all that. <laughs> and then I suppose from watching you guys, I kind of was like, okay, I like what they're doing. So I kind of put my own spin and kind of, you know, experimenting and kind of gaining that confidence. And then I suppose kind of when you go to gigs, like Cork has an amazing live music scene, like Collins, and mm. um, even down down west, like the Barras, there's some just beautiful kind of like gig music. And I just go in there and just absolutely be an absolute sponge, basically, and be like, I like what they did there. And then kind of take mm. that back home and be like, okay, I like that beat or I like those instruments. I liked how they worked. So I think it was a lot of um, being a fly in the wall, learning and then throwing myself in the spotlight a bit being like, okay, I, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. your voice is um, like, obviously we, we all know we're both, we both have a lot of musical friends, but your voice is definitely the most unique and powerful, I find. No, I'll tell, I'll tell Claire that when she's on the podcast next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag her in that part now. I'll be like, there. <laughs> but, the Raph Peakin Rambler has spoken. <laughs> no, but seriously, like your voice, even me and my brother were talking about it. We were listening, I was playing him the song there in the car one day, and we was like, your voice is fantastic. But speaking of the new song, what's you have a new album coming out. Um, what's the album called and what's the story with that? So the album, so the last four years, um I've been I've been working in Dupuy um and I've been saving up to kind of self-fund my album called Judgment Day. Like I've said at the start of the show, my dad used to always like play his records in the kitchen. So I think you know, the minute you start songwriting, my aim was to one day record an album and all I want to do is get the album on a vinyl and play it in the kitchen while I'm having a cup of tea. Yeah. And then that's another thing I can tick off my list. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Um, so I, I decided that I had a really good job as an engineer. Um, I could afford to um, create the album. Um, so I surrounded myself with amazing people. Um, like yourself and Claire and I had an amazing producer Billy Farrell who actually oh, produced yeah, yeah. for the chorus as well so yeah, yeah. you know when you have a team like that and when you have musicians like that just uh, the end product I was just delighted with because you know yourself you know you could have an idea and it's very hard to translate that idea to other people and yes, for them yeah. to just get it and understand it so in my case it actually worked out so much better than my idea <laughs> so that was that was an ex- success in itself so each song everyone's kind of kind of asked me like what's the story behind the album and stuff but I don't really have a, a fixed story I think each song was written um, and each song tells its own individual story but I yeah. guess the the common theme I suppose that ties it all together would be my vocals it's probably because it's just my vocals is the common denominator all in all of it but I think the the instrumentation is different in each song which I think is nice because at least you can say that each song is different and you're not listening to the same thing over and over again but yeah. I know that's an absolute nightmare for some um, 
some people because they they like to have like a category to put you in like box you in pop trad or folk or blues or jazz it's probably easier to sell music that way it's just I guess I like to make things difficult for myself (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there is absolutely no logic um (laughs) to it (laughs) I think I remember saying to you when I listened to it um couple of months ago there like it's it does flow really well though the album um I, I can't wait for people to hear it um because it does like there is a good rhythm to it overall you know and it build, builds up in places and slows down in other places it's fantastic um but you're it was nice about that as well because i know you got an old sneaky preview but i think i sat down and i think we, we have 10 songs on the album and mm. I had a few people testing out the album for me and kind of like getting feedback on, on things like that and running order. And what was lovely was they were like, I think it'd be really nice if you kind of did the running order a certain way. And for them, that told a story. So it was actually lovely to get yeah. their feedback and for them to be transported through their own vision of what they thought the song was yes. or the songs were. And um yeah, it, it was nice that way. So I kind of, I kind of really liked how how you said that. There was a nice flow to it, um, and something that I mean, that's what you took away from it. Yeah, and I suppose it's uh, everyone has their own preference, as you said there, like you know their own box. But yeah, no, it is fantastic. And you, so you picked three singles. You've released the first single, and you have two yeah. more. Come, is that right? Correct. So I just released Mystic Forest. Um, and what was gas about that was I actually recorded that one three years ago and I did the music video two years ago. So um, oh, <laughs> I was pretty on the ball, like considering the pandemic hit. Um, so yeah. I was pretty happy that I managed to get that music video done uh, before the pandemic, <laughs> pandemic hit. <laughs> Madness, isn't it? Yeah. So I was laughing because um, I had Adam and Sarah um, were in that music video and it was kind of like their first time doing something acting in it like and they just they were absolutely brilliant I, I think they were fabulous in the video simply because they didn't know each other and they were completely out of their comfort zone and we just threw them in the deep end and it was gas because they finally got to see the music video after like yeah that was a really time, cool you know <laughs> and that's out on for anybody listening that's out on youtube now check it out the video to mystic forest i didn't know that was um Two years or two years ago you recorded yeah. it. That's fantastic. That's and that was their first acting kind of gig as well, was it? The, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Like so yeah. I, I was laughing because when you see at one stage, <laughs> one stage in the video, because the whole song is like uh I carry the flame for you in the darkness, you know. Yeah. That's one of the lines in the song. So I think for us to kind of capture that line, we had Adam carrying like a, a flame through a forest kind yeah. of symbolizing that whole line um the funny part was though is the only way we could manage to film that was we put a sock on a stick and then put loads of petrol on it and then yeah. like light it on fire <laughs> but what, what we didn't realize when we were doing all the props was it doesn't last that long and especially when you're running with it the fire goes out fairly fast so like this was a 10 hour shoot right and by the end of it no one had a pair of socks on them nobody <laughs> All socks were used for this music video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. And it, <laughs> is that the, the forest around your house as well, is it? So it's actually a mix. So I did all the 
kind of fire stuff in my house because mm. I didn't obviously want to be um, causing a fire on public property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at least near my house there's a river, so if anything went really badly, we could get uh, water fairly yeah. fast. Um, but <laughs> we had Gary Duff Woods. <laughs> yeah, we had Gary Duff Woods, and we oh, had also the uh, Fen and Blarney, the Cloughy Milk and Fen. Oh, so there's some good. drone shots of that like so it was actually a mix of um three different uh, woodlands in cork okay right class it is a really cool um video and it is a really cool vibe about it as well like ryan ryan did a great job it was ryan o'connell who did all the editing and the film oh yeah, yeah. fabulous like i don't know how he put up with us for 10 hours <laughs> <laughs> loads of coffee i'd say yeah <laughs> so like this album it's a proper like collaborative effort like there's um a lot of different people singing on the songs and people um kind of doing harmonies and stuff do you enjoy that collaborating process and like having different people and voices on your songs is that something you enjoy i do because i think one thing i would always say about my songs it's my songs are always about people and places and i find that in order to kind of tell that story of people it's nice to have different voices come in and kind of show that narrative it just brings that extra element to it and that more storytelling um, and texture so I, I like and I like sharing the experience um, that creative experience with someone as well to bounce off someone because I just think when you're writing a song and then once you're in the recording studio it's kind of when you're kind of giving birth to something it's just such a magical experience that it's, it's kind of like it's it's just one of those things that I'm like it's it's lovely to be able to share that with someone else like you know yeah yeah I get like even just because we're on a song together in this um album and I remember my first time in a studio as well but I remember being yeah. in the recording booth and like hearing the actual like mastered version and then me adding on to it and you adding on to it was just fantastic. Like I actually got proper chills, like listening to you it. You get a good buzz, don't you? You're just yeah. like, cause for a second, you're like, when you hear yourself back, you're like, is that me? And then like, <laughs> do you know the way Irish people like really don't like to kind of like uh, praise themselves or like do any of that. But when you're in a studio, you kind of air the fly in the wall and you're just like, oh, that doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. Like, you know, you're just like yeah. when you get it right, you get it right and you can't help but smile. And I think when you come away from the recording studio, knowing that you kind of, you know, you put down like an amazing vocal or an instrument or, you know, yeah. it's just such a buzz. Oh, definitely. Like it's, and uh, I think I was listening to, um, was it yours and Callan's song? Is it Whiskey Neat? as well yeah. um that was like listening to that in the studio was class as well and i'm just uh really excited to hear all of them well, what was lovely pink what i loved about that was is kind of like when you like yourself and colin you're you know when you went into billy farrell's studio mm. you're like you're new to the whole experience and you're nervous so i could really relate to that because i remember going into that same studio being thrown oh, into yeah. little porch is what i call it his little cubby hole yeah. microphones and he does the vocals and stuff I'm being so nervous and then I was so nervous that like I made so many mistakes and then I remember just turning around to Billy being like no Billy I actually kind of can sing I just <laughs> I just I don't know what's happening <laughs> you know and I think yeah. it's like once once you make like all your mistakes 
um, you kind of get you kind of get used to being in, in the recording studio and then you kind of relax a bit and yeah, then yeah. and then that's that's kind of um when you make progress you know yeah yeah <laughs> trial and error <laughs> oh. and speaking of trial and error no um i know that a tougher process of this um you know the, your career is the social media aspect of things and you've you know released a lot of singles and and eps over the year how do you find that aspect of it well i think social media for me i personally hate social media <laughs> but it's kind of like when you're in the music business you you need to have social media because that's that's where you get your fan base and in fairness that's where you can release your music and get feedback and also network with other musicians so yeah. there's kind of great pros for having social media and I think with with the pandemic and COVID-19 and there being no live music you know social media has has been a stage for loads of musicians you know and it has been able to provide a spotlight when we couldn't yeah. have any at all you know so I think for me it's a love a love-hate yeah. uh, relationship um but I, I do think it does pay off and I think it is lovely. Like I released Mystic Virus and I got lovely feedback from it. And yeah. I think as an artist, you know, when you're releasing something, some, especially something that you've worked on, you'd be a bit precious about it. And, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, do I, do I really want to know what people think? Because then that takes <laughs> yeah, away I from your you. experience of the song. And I don't know, it doesn't put a downer on it. But generally, the feedback has been fab, and it's kind of given me um, a boost and um, kind of to release more music and kind of uh, it's kind of a good mo- motivation, you know. Yeah, def- I think it's important. Um, it is an important tool, especially now. Uh, it is yeah. important to take breaks as well, though yourself. Like, I mean, from because it can be taxing. I'd say, if, you know, if you have to promote and post every single day, I mean, that definitely would be taxing. Like, there's there's a reason why people have marketing degrees. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for this stuff, true. like there's it's you know the amount of of thought process thought process behind a simple post or like just trying to come up with a um, press kit regarding your social media to promote your music um it's not as easy as you think um mm. and i think the irish in me is hey kind of like putting yourself out there and being like you know yeah, please listen yeah. to my music i think it's good you know like it's yeah. kind of you kind of cringe like I, I i think social media makes me cringe a lot yeah but um i just i just have to do it like you know it's a first yeah. world problem really <laughs> <laughs> and, like I i'm listening to myself is, being yeah. like this is such a first world problem like like in like one way with yourself like <laughs> oh, so. just i don't like talking about the pandemic or the coronavirus really but i suppose the creative side of it how, how we're like a year in now i suppose we are a year in now and we were over a year into it um how has it been cre- has it been tough creatively for you as an artist and a musician um I think for me, um, music has always been the way I functioned. And I think, as I said earlier on, I've always been a fly in the wall. And I think I've always been the type of person that would sit in my room and probably um, be happy in my own company mm-hmm. and then just sit away and kind of play guitar away. So I think I've, I've always been a hermit. So it hasn't, <laughs> hasn't really changed. Like, so I'm actually absolutely weirdo, really um so the creative process hasn't changed regarding the pandemic but I think what has changed is kind of you know when you do write a song 
instead of like going to someone's house and kind of like jamming it out with someone or you know doing kind of like a bit of improv like you know sometimes you can play your song and then you could have like you know someone else playing fiddle or you could have someone else playing guitar and they just randomly drop in and drop out and you know you're like oh I really like what they did there that could be a cool instrument section like our yeah. bridge you know so I kind of I kind of do miss that because I find that like what like zoom and all here what we're doing here is great but I just I do love the person to person and the conversation and actually physically being in the same room as someone yes. you know yeah, it's tougher for musicians anyways, definitely with, with actual instruments and stuff because, yeah, you know, we're talking about lag earlier before this, before we started recording and, you know, that that definitely won't work with a, a band or anything like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know what, I'd say a lot of musicians are probably technically brilliant because they probably have amazing recording studios at home. I'm True. just shocking in that department. So I am very old fashioned. <laughs> And uh, you know, I kind of the type of person that will knock on, on your door and be like, I have biscuits. By the way, can you please listen to my song so <laughs> you can tell me what to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and do you have any, um, I don't want to say tips or to give away your secrets, but when you're writing a song or, or what way do you write a song or what's your creative process for a song? Um, it's funny because a lot of people tap into their own experiences, you know, that they use their experiences to tell a story. And for me, it kind of doesn't work that way at all. I kind of, I kind of, I suppose it's a lot of storytelling. So it's always the music kind of lays out the landscape um, yeah. for me. And then what I find is that by listening to the music and kind of, the whether I don't know it could be a sad it could be happy you know it could be mellow mm. so kind of using that theme our mood I kind of picture kind of what I'm what I'm seeing the landscape as what story oh, yeah. is this music kind of telling me and then it kind of creates a whole storyboard for me so I just find that I'm just describing what I'm imagining really so oh, yes. it's um it's it's that's how that's how I've worked and I think in a lot of ways as well is I would, as you said, collaborations are huge. So I would have written with my mom and I've also written with my brother. And I'd always kind of tell them, I was like, this is the storyline. This is kind of like what I want to portray. Can you think of kind of lines that would summarize that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool, yeah. So just before we go on to a couple more questions before the quick fire round now, but do you have anything when's the next single coming out actually that's what i meant to ask first when is the next single coming out? uh the next single is coming out on the 23rd of april and that's okay. going to be whiskey nate so whiskey i'm nate. actually really excited because that's the my the first song um collaboration i'm going to be releasing that's going to be with Callan. yeah so i'm kind of excited for Callan as well because it's kind of the first time like nobody yeah. really knows he sings so it's kind of like I'm excited for him to kind of put something out there because I think his voice is amazing yes um, yes it is it yeah. sounds way better than my voice to be honest like he's probably showing me up but I don't care because I'm like <laughs> this is perfect for the song I love it I'm excited um Cast him but, aside uh, after this yeah <laughs> I'd be laughing like because I'd be telling Callan, Callan's all into making plans, you know. Yeah. You'd nearly need to tell him like three days in advance, like, oh, can you please make me a cup of tea? Cursing, <laughs> like, you know, so I'd be laughing. It's like if this sound does well, like, and you know, 
we've had people asking us for gigs I'm fecked like because Jesus Caledon's plans like <laughs> <laughs> we're like hey, you're gonna get rid of those plans you know <laughs> Keen, uh, we'll have to drag you in for it like you, you may uh, need to yeah. train up those vocals there to sing Whiskey Need stuff I'll make <laughs> I'll make the TV if you just if yeah. you go there <laughs> Um, someday I'll get back on the singing train someday definitely <laughs> do you have is there anything else you'd like to promote like any radio appearances coming up or um, anything else coming up I think for me it's going to be just that um, the Whiskey Neat song and then I am hope I'm going to be selling my vinyl soon enough as well so nice. if people can follow me on social media so Megan Ali yep. uh, M-E-G-H-A-N Ali A-L-I um, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all, all of the above. All of them. And I probably don't even know how to use half of them, but I'm on it. <laughs> and you can watch me fail miserably and laugh. I know. We'll be watching you succeed. We'll be following your journey. <laughs> um, but it didn't, you know, it started, it started back, I don't know the year now, it might be 2007. But I just want to get your, in your own words and opinions, Meg, what happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we back to Blue Crush? What where it all began? The Crush. first band. <laughs> what happened to Blue Crush? It was oh, we forgot for to stardom. mention that. Where did it all go wrong? When you asked me about my music background, I should have been like, I, thought I, I gave you the opening for it. I thought you were going to take it, but you're not oh, getting man, away from it I that feel, easy. I feel like if you started with that, I would have started laughing and we, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere. That's with true, interview. actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, no, so, Blue Crush. What happened? You know? What happened? <laughs> just you were for... too good for us Kian. you were too good you and your deep voice showed me and Claire right up <laughs> <laughs> just for anybody listening who wants to know or who was interested myself Megan Alley here and Claire Sands Music um, two supremely talented musicians and then me <laughs> in the corner <laughs> playing the blues scale on guitar in a three guitar band by the way three members Three acoustic guitars, no other instruments. You know um, what was funny about that as well is you were very good, but the thing was we were all learning guitar at the same time. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and I think we were learning the song "Knocking on Heaven's Door," which consists of like G, D, and A minor, and we didn't have the knowledge to even do solos. So like, yeah, it was just yeah. three of us playing G, playing. D, A minor, <laughs> thinking we we're class. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, we had we had great plans to go far, but something happened. I can't remember why we broke up. It wasn't me, anyways. It was. Let's that play. definitely couldn't have been you. No, no, it was. I'm gonna blame Claire because she's not here. Claire sends. <laughs> this is your invitation to come on and rebut, refute these claims, Claire. <laughs> but someday I'm gonna say reading. nothing. Shall <laughs> so you uh, say it best when you say nothing at all? <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to play that card. (laughs) (laughs) You got out of it. You got out of it. Fair play. Fair play. Your social media. You're better at social media than you think now, Megan. You're after getting out of that one. All right. So we're going to go. We're going to do a quick fire round. This is just the interrogation. This is the interrogation. I failed miserably. I thought I was doing so well up until now. So we do this. Let me struggle through this now. (laughs) Do this with all the guests now. Um, So this is just going to be a few quick questions just about your favorites. All right. Okay. So starting off, what is your favorite movie? Oh, Stuck in Love. Sucker for rom-coms. And they're all into writing as well. Okay. Watch it. 
Stuck in Love. What's the, what's that about? Who's who's in that? So it's a family of writers. Okay. I honestly don't know. I'm really bad for names, but um, there's this really good song called Home. Okay. <laughs> and I really like that song and it features in the film. And then I just fell in love with the film. So for me, it was like a win-win. Stuck in Love. All right. I like it. I'm going to watch it. Um, it's on Netflix too, like, so. Is it? Okay. Right, yeah. I'm going to watch that. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? Oh, it has to be Friends. Good old Reliable. Yeah, it is. It's and just then followed the by New Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. New Girl is class. Then I suppose New One would be Bridgerton. There's actually, you know what? There's too much. And I'm in, I'm in a pandemic, so that's all we can do. So I'd say <laughs> bypass. Move on to the next question quickly, like, because there's just too, too much. <laughs> just a quick question about New Girl. Who is your favorite of the guys? Are you a Nick that's fan? Nick. Ah, I was just going to say, you, you strike me as a Definitely Nick. I think Nick. we're all Nick fans, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Nick is my favorite. Schmidt is good too, though. He can be funny. Um, no, Schmidt brings the kind of comedy gold, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. You all, everyone knows of Schmidt in their life, you know. He's <laughs> that relatable ca- character in your friend group, you know, but you mock. <laughs> That's true. Which is awful, but it's very true. It is very, there's always one. There's, <laughs> there's um, always Schmidt. <laughs> so what is your favorite song slash artist, like musician artist? Oh, I could never. Okay, I do love Fleetwood Mac, are my favorite. Um, so any song of theirs, I love Florence and the Machine. I I can't pick a favorite song. It's just it's just That's, impossible. Yeah. That is too. I'm gonna to take that out because nobody's been able to answer. It. <laughs> like I do, I do, I do like that song. Home. Um, I don't know who it's who it's by though. Oh yeah. Some long long that name, but it's, it's in Sharp. that song. Stuck in love. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That would probably be my favorite song. That is a brilliant song. Um, so this is another one I like actually. What's your favorite song of your own from Megan Alley? Jesus, that's like picking a favorite child. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know it is, but answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. We're actually not moving on to like answering us. <laughs> the next question is here. <laughs> The next question is, who is your favorite Maguire sibling? So, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Whoever brings me tea <laughs> regularly. <laughs> Callan on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, you, do you have a favorite song of your own or what's your most like, um, I suppose? Do you know what? I think my best way of answering this is as a songwriter, the song you're currently working on is always going to be your favorite song because um, oh, yeah. you're just so caught up in it and I think it's new it's exciting it's challenging mm-hmm. so it's always going to be your new one and because I haven't finished it I don't even know what name what it's called so <laughs> I'm gonna save my new song <laughs> that's cool I like that I like that and last quick fire question what is your ideal destination post lockdown everything's open up again you can go wherever you want where are you going I just want to go somewhere sunny Mm. I just want to get a tan. <laughs> I'd probably get burned in the process. Um, I think I've I've always wanted to go to Greece, go island hopping. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I think that would definitely um be there. But look, I'll I'll settle for West Cork because you can't beat West Cork on a sunny day. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> All right, I think we'll leave it there, guys. This has been Megan Ali. Thanks so much for coming on, Meg. Thank you for having me. It's been great crack.
Yes, I've enjoyed it now. Um, uh, I honestly can't wait for when your listeners get to hear your song, Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Oh, I can't wait for them to hear that. I can't wait to hear it again myself. It was just... <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I've kept you in the dark for the last three years on that one. You only just heard it there last week. <laughs> it's been the most uncollaborative, collaborative project I've ever worked on. <laughs> <laughs> no it was brilliant i absolutely loved the whole process and then listen i think you 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 showed it to me or you played it for me in your house like last year sometime and yeah, oh, yeah. cannot wait cannot wait for it to be released yeah i can't wait to share it out with everyone as well it's yeah. just i think one of the, that song is just beautiful as well it's kind of like a, a movie song and i think yes. your vocals in it like the contrast of my my voice with yours it blends really well so i think that tells a story in itself so i yeah. can't wait to release that now on the album yeah, definitely the chorus. I love listening to the chorus because both our voices together are um, they're such a contrast, but they go well together at the same time. Yeah. So, and those um, harmonies took us long enough to get like, so we're yeah. pretty proud. Billy Farrell was <laughs> taking no prisoners in the booth the day I was there. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> Tell you like, he gets the best out of us all. Like <laughs> he does. He does. If Billy, if you if you listen to this one, we love you. Thanks so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But this is Megan McGuire, and here is her new song, Mystic Forest, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Stumble my way through this mystic forest With every doubt and otherly is falling on the ground, stripped of all they like me, till I find my way to you. So I run, run, run away. So I run, run, run away